You're listening to the Top Rope Review Show. This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and I've been asked to make the following announcement. With a combined weight of over 1,000 pounds, broadcasting live from Royal Oak, Michigan, this is the Top Rope Review. Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. Let's get back to ringside. Wrestling fans, are you ready? WrestleMania 3 at the Silver Dome in Pontiac, Michigan. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. Welcome to episode 64 of the Top Row Review, Detroit's number one source for pro wrestling and the official podcast home home of Michigan's longest running independent wrestling promotion, XICW. We are a proud part of the Podcast Detroit Network and the Point of Interest Podcast Network, and we are broadcasting live from Podcast Detroit Studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. I'm your favorite podcast host, Josh Schramm. I don't, I got an iPhone 7 plus, so I can't do the Bullet Club music like I did last week. But I'll remember to bring my dongle next week because I know you fans miss the sweet book club. Yeah. Well, I have one dongle, but the other one I got to (laughs) bring. Had a little difficulties there because Mike is on the one and twos today. He's learning the board. Um, So we still went live at four. So that's good. Yeah. That actually worked out in our favor. And, so, and I'm the guy who, yeah, just, so that's Mike. who just caused those technical difficulties because I thought I hit a button that I didn't hit. That's okay. Mike Pekulski. And I'm going to toss it over to this guy who just helped me out. What's up, guys? <laughs> Sup, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I was had something cool to say today, and I forgot what it was. Uh-huh. I, watched, I watched Raw, and there was something. I was like, how am I going to steal that for the show? And they, there was something to do with Jericho, but I don't remember what it is now. Mm, you just made the list. Stupid yeah. idiot. And last but not least, on our Twitter, Twitter Valet. Tab. T-Bone. Hey. McGee. Uh, hey, Tab, go shut the door over there. I'm no, just kidding. It's cracked. No, seriously. Oh, no. I'm going to shut it. Okay. I got this. Well, wait. While you shut it, we no, won't talk. Go ahead. It's fine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have to talk. I'm just kidding. Mike, what are you drinking today, buddy? Uh, Ninja Chicken. Fong Down Beer Company. Great stuff. I've been waiting for them to tap it again. They finally did. Can you let our listeners know like where you would go and all that stuff? No, you don't know that. Nope. Okay. I know it's in Warren. So it's in Warren. Yeah. Ah, and I know uh, that. yeah. And if you go there, a Fallen Down Beer Company, and you mention um, Podcast Detroit, you'll get a dollar off your first pint of Zen Panda or Angry Beaver or Ninja Chicken. And if you have some Zen Panda, you need to hit up Wookie Will on the Facebook or the Twitter or the Instagram, March Instagram. and let him know how it is. Well, yeah, you need I'm to just not. get your, your behind over there and get some. I keep meaning to. If you, I, I heard that if you mention Podcast Detroit, <laughs> you get a dollar for your first pint. I'm going to walk in and say, do you know who I am? 
should be free. <laughs> mm. And then they're asked me kindly to leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we won't be able to mention them anymore because we have someone who's banned on the show. Yeah. Speaking of banned, I want to something I want to bring up later, but just just remind me, banned. I, banned. I, I, banned. Write it down. Bands banned. make her dance. Bands <laughs> make her dance. William Blattman. Wookie William. Wookie loves pizza William. What's up? Nerdy Nate. Tell the folks about that sweet Cthulhu Scarlet Graves hat you got on there. So if you go to ScarletGraves.com, check out their awesome apparel on there. You can get this sweet hat like I have. Um, keeps my head warm all winter. I'm hoping that maybe with the warmer weather around the corner, they'll get some other hats on there. They do it's have they, little, they have a couple of a couple yeah. of baseball hats on there. So, but yeah, if you use the promo top rope ten, you get ten percent off your order. Um, just some awesome clothing, plain and simple. Awesome clothing, top look rope as, ten. Look as cool as us. Scottlandgraves.com. You can get you can get the hoodie that Josh has. Yeah, the sweet T shirt that Tab and Mike has. Yeah, I was wearing my I, like I was wearing a yeah, uh, Grave shirt last night, one you probably haven't seen on me yet. Mm, I didn't Ooh, get to see the good. whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's too busy rocking a, his Bullet Club hoodie. It's, to... a, it's, it's real. <laughs> it's real. No, mm-hmm. no, it's a thing. It's on my. It's on I my. I know. You don't know. I saw. Omega. Mikey Omega. Oh, I forgot to uh, introduce you as Mikey Omega next week. Maybe. Yep. Who would Will be? Ah, who cares? <laughs> we'll think about He'd it. He'd be Yoshi Tatsu. Oh boy, he's I know. Bullet Club Hunter. I know. That's why I said it. And um, are you feeling sore today, Josh? I'm. We had so a long sore. night last night. Yeah, from XICW uh, Best in Trade 18, I'm feeling very sore. And so I think maybe after the show, I'm going to go over to Builders Balance Massage. Bang, got yeah. it right this time. So, so sorry, Casey. It. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's at My Nutrition at 13 in Gratiot, Roseville. Uh, massage therapist Casey Pierce, friend of the show, uh, comic extraordinaire. She'll be and on the show actually, in like a couple weeks. There you go. She's going to be on a Rumble special. Uh, she specializes in sports and deep tissue therapies as well as relaxation. If you mention our show, Top Rope Review, when you book your appointment, you receive $10 off your massage session. I also promised her that I would give a shout out to her new Kickstarter she started today. Her Pieces of Madness Kickstarter um, has started. So check out her author page. Cosmic Casey author and free rant, Casey Price, um, to get more information on that. That's cool. Very cool. cool. Beans. I think I saw her post about that, too. Go check it out, dudes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say there. <laughs> Mike like, Bukowski, master of the promo. <laughs> you can get a massage, I, I you can get massage from her using our promo code while also reading her book that you purchased off Kickstarter. It's a uh, very... Win all the way around. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure she'll be excited about that. So is that it for promo? That is. That's all the sponsors. Let's get into some wrestling talk. Let's, That's what we do Let's here. do it. Do you want to talk about XICW Best let's in Trade 18? Let's run XICW really quick. You know what? It's fresh in our minds. It was a fun time. Well, it's not fresh in all of our minds. Because mm. not everybody went. Mm. Mm. Shame. Oh. Shame. 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 Shame on you, William. Shame. Joe Coleman was so upset. He cried a single tear like a Native Dirty's American match. watching someone litter. I kind of want one of the go because there's this weird picture online of, of like his new fan club. And I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what's going on with that. <laughs> so we're, we're going to have I'm, to get in touch with Joe and get the story on this. But I, I'm pretty. 
So, I'm sorry. No, go, well, go I was just gonna it. say on, on our Facebook, I posted a photo. Uh, there were there were like five or six guys in the audience who all had Joe Coleman banged my sister shirts on, and Joe seemed to think it was pretty funny. Um, but when we talked to Joe a little bit after the show, we mo- we mostly talked to him just to ask him how Renee Young smells. What did he what say did about say that? Yeah, what did he say about he, that? He just said, um, he said he thinks it was good, but there was so much going on that he wasn't really. I think he's lying. You know, because it was taped live, so he had to make sure. Yeah, he, he said those out. were both live takes. Really? Yeah. That's risky. Yeah. You let a bunch of uh, indie guys on a live take, who knows what could go? I mean, if you're smart about it, Joe could have just taken Renee's mic and just. I'm Joe Coleman, brother. Yeah. Got a small promo, and who knows? He would have either made or break his career. Kind of messed up there, buddy. He probably should have. uh, Oh, stop it. You leave Joe alone. (laughs) Hey, I mean, you did all right. Yeah. So um, I just can't because I I sell these shirts, and I can't figure out, are they trying to, are, are they in Joe Coleman's favor yeah, no, they were. Them. No, they were. Because it's, it's they like, were cheering their asses off for him, <laughs> yeah. and then and then they they. So we we he they we were talking to Joe at the, after the show, and before we could even ask him about it, the like the the guy that seemed like he was the ringleader of the the t shirt guys came over and took him to go take a like picture literally with dragged him over, and he just it was yeah yeah, yeah it was good. so yeah, that's funny. So yeah, no, I'll, we, we'll definitely hit Joe up and and find out what the story is. Maybe even have him in the studio to talk about it. I don't know. Yeah, he's kind so. of a. Every time I go there, I always feel like he's kind of on the verge of like. He he's such a great heel, but at the same time, like he's on the verge of just getting that that huge pop because he's so fantastic in the ring. Who did he wrestle as? Uh, J- Dre Jacobs. Dre Jacobs. Yeah, so he was facing that. No, match. he's been a face yeah. for a while now. I mean, you would know that if you went yeah. to the events, but that's okay. But that match ended kind of crazy because uh, Johnny yeah, Dash just came yeah. out and uh, broke the rules. So. Uh, uh, at the beginning of the night, or well, I think the match. At, uh, well, no, but just at some at some point, um, I don't know if it was at the last event or if it was in the interim. JD Marshall uh, banned uh, Johnny, Delicious. Johnny Delicious from ringside, um, and so he came out and said that Johnny Delicious came out and said that it's in his contract that he can't do that or they can't be uh, punished. So JD Marshall came out and said that if you come out to the ring. And interfere in the match, or you come out to ringside. Ringside J- during the match. During the match, Dre Jacobs will get uh, suspended. So Dre Jacobs told him he needed to go. He needed to stay out. And um, there was a there was a near fall where towards the end of the match, where Johnny Delicious thought that Dre Jacobs had won, but he hadn't. So he came out, and during the during the confusion, Joe Coleman was able to roll. Um, or no, he hit the fat burner. He was able yes. to hit the fat burner on Dre Jacobs after the distraction and get the one, two, three. You forgot to mention a small detail, a small big detail. Uh, JD changed it because Giant Delicious contract states that he's allowed to be there. So he made it so if he comes out, uh, Dre Jacobs would be suspended. I, I said he that. just said that. You said that? <laughs> 
Yeah. Mike, are you, what are you doing the, the, over there, like, buddy? <laughs> is it is maybe it's the chair that makes people distracted? No, because Will's on his phone right now, not paying attention. He's as looking well. up information. I'm looking up information. I wanted to fact check something before I gave my Joe Coleman back to the oh, day. Oh boy. <laughs> sorry. So when I, so when I'm disappointed. Dre I'm was pretty upset the about the whole thing, and when he ran out, he um kind of violently oh, yeah, knocked yeah, into he, Johnny he, Delicious. So we don't know if that's still going to be a thing. Or we'll see. Did only he, time will tell. Uh, we'll f- we'll find out. Actually, I, you know, I think next we'll, month. we'll find out at Proving Ground. So, oh yeah. Speaking of that, Proving Ground. Uh, the next episode of Proving Ground is on February twelfth at the Ritz. So check it out. Nice. We need to try to see if we can't get someone to to come beforehand. <laughs> yes, it's always nice when we have the little Proving Ground pre-show. Excess doubt. Do you want to give us your Joe Coleman fact of the day? Yeah, Joe Coleman fact of the day. Uh, his banner photo on Facebook. I'm tagged in it. <laughs> what is his banner for? That's our first and last Joe Coleman fact of the day. We're ever going to do. It's it, it's from, I have Joe Col- I have plenty of Joe Coleman facts. I'm pretty sure it, it, with his mom and dad. I'm pretty sure it's one of the last times I was at an XSW event. Um, he walked out the ring. I'm standing up, and someone took a picture. Of like him, but you can see me in the background clapping. His, uh, you can you probably usually his, see Will in the background. Hanging his coattails here. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Well, it's pretty funny because he tagged me in randomly. I was just like, oh, cool. Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> so should we uh, keep going on about the card? XCW card? Or, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What else, what else happened? Go ahead, Mike. Headbangers were there. Look at this dumb photo of Will. Oh, are you? Yeah. yeah Which one? standing up like an idiot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, so the headbangers uh, Joe Coleman's were home. there and caused a bit of a ruckus. Yeah. Ooh. Was there uh, an upset? Mm-hmm. Well, it was the headbangers um, versus the handicap heroes. The handicap heroes Again, versus the, DBA and the Monroes. Yeah. The Monroes would be an Was anyone working heel that match? Yeah. Headbangers, headbangers were. Oh, mm-hmm. well, I'm surprised. Big time. Uh, they were talking about smack before the lot of smack. Before it started. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, uh, well, according to the promo they cut, they used to work ICW with, for Malcolm Monroe the first. That didn't surprise me. Um, before they signed with WWE, so they were kind of cutting this promo about how they, this is their house. They made this this place their bitch back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of upset the Monroes a bit. Yeah, because XICW is really where uh, the house that Malcolm. Uh, built. Yeah. ICW was his dad's, not or his. Yeah, his dad, his father's. Am I wrong about mm-hmm. that? No, right. you're right. You're right. Yeah, his right. dad. For some reason, I thought it was maybe his grandpa's for a hot second there, but it'll well, be MM3's grandpa. So yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, so he wasn't very pleased about that because he this is his house. He built X ICW. He didn't. He was part of ICW, but he 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 wants his own thing. So I could see how he could be upset. He's not trying to live uh, his father's legacy. He's trying to start his own. So upset him a bit, and I think it uh, may have fueled the fire for the match. I agree. Yeah, it was a it was it was a really chaotic match. The headbangers didn't even tag in for like the first what two, five five minutes, minutes or something. But nice. it was um, it was pretty crazy. And then there was a big uh, there was a big like pull apart kind of thing between. Um, the Monroes and the headbangers at the end where I think he's talking smack about Mon- um, Malcolm's mom. Yeah. And, uh, DBA did not appreciate it. Yeah. It was pretty so intense. Uh, some security had to be brought in and separate the two. And I'm pretty sure DBA might've whooped the headbangers backstage because I didn't see the headbangers after that. 
<laughs> True. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Something might, might have been, might not have been kayfabe. Might have been. I didn't even real, really see. Uh, might have been real heat. I didn't even really see the Monroes after that. Hmm. Who knows what happened there? Guess I'll we'll get my. Uh, Mark was at the bar, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask get him. my. Uh, I'll get my inside source to uh, find out what's going on. Be quiet. You don't have an inside. <laughs> well, source. the Mel- Dave Meltzer over here. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's Kyle Greed's like, he's oh, number wow. one. Oh, wow, you just exposed your source. Good job. He's the number one headbanger, Mark, and he's pretty tight with those guys. Okay. The guy has a Twitter account just devoted to the headbangers. That's How many dumb. followers does that have? <laughs> <laughs> Two, Mosh and Thrasher. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when Mosh, like the like for one, like one year, was, was Chaz? After no, I was he, a baby. When were you born? 92. Oh, you were seven. I was seven. That was like right when I started getting yeah. into wrestling. He grew his hair out and changed his gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Remember? Remember Chaz? Remember, remember? I don't remember. I, t- I saw I don't remember. On a uh, side note, I, you know, I posted that like top 10 influential albums on Facebook thing. It was yeah. like when you're a teenager. And then. Look at you trying to pretend a, that him wasn't the first one. Come on. Him rocks. The first one. All right. Calm down. It was number three, thank you very much. But um, and I that's a no, I I posted them in no particular order. I just um, mm-hmm. but someone else listening to the show posted theirs, and I was like, man, like I am old because I was because half the albums he posted were um albums that came out when I was like in college or a little older. And Drake, I was like, Lil Wayne, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, you're yeah. You had some you had some old older stuff on there. I didn't know you were that big of an Aquabats fan. Aquabats were my jam back in high school. I saw them like five times live in high school. I've seen them once, and I want to see them so many more times. I saw them once, and this band was opening for them. It was Blink One Eighty Two? You ever heard of them? Did you really? Ever went, no. I was gonna say, but that's a little weird. I don't he, know if he they saw him on the Warp tour that they stole Travis yeah, from. That's my song. <laughs> really? Josh was Josh was seven. Went to Warp tour. I'm, but, I'm, I told you I was punk. I'm pretty sure it was the Cali <laughs> we did have show, that debate last but, night. <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's the one thing too is 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 the Aquabat album that Travis jumps on is my favorite album. The Return um, of the Aquabats. Yeah, and it's I have Well, and, and like. Anything past charge, I haven't heard. So anything that they've made within the last like ten years, they've made one album, and it's yeah. Hmm. But uh, I also heard though that so. now you know strong, strong bad, strong bad is on. Ooh, it. Nice. He's on a whole song. Sounds yeah. good. Uh, but now that now that they bad. have the uh, yes. ugly butt yeah, and a stupid but there's a whole bit of Cheech and Chong. And no, strong that, bad. That was a strong bad song. Yeah, I know. Whole album you sounded like Cheech and Chong and strong bad. He's a whole album. Yeah. He's a luchador. Well, yeah. Strongbad's a luchador. Have you ever looked at him? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> Is he, though? Because he has boxing gloves. He's yeah. a boxing luchador. Did box- you used to have a Strongbad sticker in your car? I did. Yeah. I wish they still made Strongbad. We need to move on from Strongbad. They brought him back for a good Why? It's hot wrestling second. He's a luchador. <laughs> he is a luchador. So at, at Comic Con a couple years ago, they had Strongbad like, up on the screen introduce somebody. And he was like, I'm Strong Bad. I'm from the internet. Ask your parents. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> funny. I love Strong Bad. He's great. But yeah, the Aquabex shows now I heard it's pretty kid friendly since they have their kid cartoon. It's, uh, it's, it's something. Let me, I'll, I'll, it's not punk. No, it's, 
Oh, I mean, like like my song, they were they they their shows no, great it's, though, because because they would though they would have guys come out so, dressed in costumes. Okay. Well, they, they still would, do that. They would have the random fights in between songs. They have a song about uh, raining cheeseburgers on the new album, so yeah. But they had song shark the, fighting. They had a song on the old album called Pizza Day. Okay, good point. But <laughs> it's I don't the best know. day of the week. Yeah, it is. It's, that's one of like three Aquabat songs I actually know. Yeah, it's a Pizza Day song. Pizza Day is a good song. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Uh, so speaking of ska, Sammy Z- No, I'm, I don't know. I, I thought you were going for no, something. No, I have there. nothing. Um, we got. What are, you, what are you looking at? Speaking of of, of Sammy Zane, good, good radio. What, what would we well, think was, of the? Uh, now that they're kind of having a... the Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins feud a little hey, bit. Hey man, we're still talking about XICW. <laughs> All right, XICW. Well, oh, speaking of ska. Who came out to Goldfinger? We had a team come out to... Those guys. Superman. Yeah. <laughs> they were the pre-show match. Yeah, they were the pre-show. Names. I, hey, it was a segue, all right? Yeah. I used what I had. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. We got to see our buddy Movado in his new white uh Yeah, he has new hey, like, Seth Rollins gear on. Seth nice. Rollins gear. real crispy. Nice. It was good. It, it was nice. really good. Good match. I really, I really enjoyed it. He went in there uh, looking to fight. Yeah. He he ran to the ring, and he, he won that fight, and I'm... Good for Movado. Well, and like I like I was talking about yesterday, I love that he comes out to uh Square Hammer and um it's kind of it's kind of awesome to think about the fact that he he turned um you know, he was a heel and he turned into a face and kept the same band as his as his theme, but just was able to like Square Hammer is a perfect like um upbeat song and I, I hate I kind of hate it, but it's funny to me. Like whenever I listen to it, I want to do the little shimmy that he does. Um, <laughs> I always think about it. Yeah. And he was telling us we talked to him before the show, and he was telling us that he he really hopes Papa will do it at a show sometime. That'd be hilarious. Nice. Would be really funny. And at one, I know that he would probably freak out. Movado would. So I would. Yeah. Cool. The uh, the Jake something um, Cody Deaner match was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had it was a extreme match with chairs and a putter, and yeah. all sorts of craziness. Um, mm-hmm. and speaking of um, some big chair shots. Yeah, some big chair shots happened in that match. Yeah, and I I hope that Jake something is walking okay today after getting hit in the cajones uh, with the putter last night. Ooh. Yeah, that it Ooh. it, yeah. it made a hurts. sound that is still. Um, Ringing in your ears. Not ringing. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's haunting me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, it was a good card. And uh, if you, if anyone's listening who hasn't been to an XICW show, I really think get your ass out there. Yeah, get out. If you're in the Michigan area, anywhere or in the Macomb-ish area, definitely try to make it out to a show. Either come to Proving Crown, uh, Macomb, Best of Detroit, Oakland, Wayne. Yeah, any of them. Any of the driving ones. Any driving, any ones. close to Metro you know those Detroit counties that you drive in, those ones. Bring your ass to XICW show because it's a big year for them. They got Kobo coming up in uh, yeah. October. Or, uh, yeah, October seventh, seventh, seventh and eighth, I believe. Or is it just one day? It's just one day, right? Seventh. Sure. Uh, I don't have the dates in front of me. I'm sorry. I wish I did. Go to their uh, Facebook page. It has all the information. But yeah, XICW. it's going to be a big year for them. If if you ever wanted to. If you were ever thinking about getting into XICW, I think now is the year to do it because it's going to be a big year for them. I've been trying to get in uh, back into it from when I was a kid for a while, and I'm happy I did because it has been some great wrestling, and it's different. And you have a good indie promotion right here in your hometown. Go see it. 
Yeah, I'm I'm stepping off my soapbox now. Well, uh-huh. and you okay. need to you need to check out a show a few shows before you hit the Cubo show because you don't you don't want to miss the Cubo show, but you want to go in the Cubo show kind of being familiar with some of the storylines and some of the their big local stars. I still think you'll be all right if you just go into the Cobo show because I think it, they're going to make it very uh, user friendly. I think they're going to get a lot of new faces at that Cobo show, so I think they are going to make it sort of. Uh, Easy for everyone. Yeah, yeah totally so sweet. Yeah. All right. So, um, I was yep. looking for. So after I listened to this week um, on Talk Is Jericho, uh, probably the the hottest wrestler in the world right now, uh, Kenny Omega was on. It was yeah, and Mike is wearing his brand new Kenny Omega shirt, Mikey Omega, and. Um, after listening to that um, and him talking about the match with the seven-year-old girl and the match with the blow-up doll, I took to YouTube to watch said uh, matches, which both are just as entertaining as they talked about on the show. But another thing I came across that I wasn't didn't realize had happened, and I'm actually surprised I didn't see it in the um, the cycle of the dirt sheets, was there's like a two-minute or like five-minute um, like rant from Jim Cornette um, about how Kenny Omega uh, doesn't deserve all the praise. He should be out of the business because he he exposed the business by wrestling a little girl and and it lives on on the internet and he exposed the business by wrestling a blow-up doll. You know why and I think he's not uh, – it's not making the rounds? Why? Maybe Jim Cornette has kind of lost a little bit of respect. I feel like this is the first time Jim Cornette's kind of went off on – yeah, well, you remember his Islamophobic rant? Yeah, a couple that, I think that kind of killed him. Well, so, um, but I've noticed that, uh, and I can only think of two off the top of my head, but I'm sure that it it works more than just two. But the two two wrestlers that I know Jim Cornette doesn't like are Kenny Omega and Kevin Owens. Yeah, and they're literally both at the top of their respective ladders. I just think so Jim Cornette's I want to go. I want to go on record. I agree with that. I want to go on record for Top Rope Review and say, fuck Jim Cornette, because then maybe he won't like us, and it'll help our careers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good plan. I And I just say that anyway because he's an idiot. But. I, don't, I don't agree with a lot that Jim Cornette says. I don't Yeah, think he's a very well, decent person. Well, I mean, looking at me, he hasn't worked for WWE in quite some time. I mean, so who has I mean, he worked for recently? He was working for ROH not that long, not that long ago. But not that long ago. Didn't he work for TNA for a while? A yeah, little bit. Don't hire anybody. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. So um, another thing that happened this week, but I want to wait to talk about it until it's over, which I think that it's probably over right about now. Mm, I um, think it's or pretty soon. Yeah. Um, is the UK tournament in the WWE. Um, so we will have full like analysis of that. Next I, week. I want to say something about that really quick. So WWE was posting like, not clips, but like, uh, not highlight. You know how they do like a live feed? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were posting a live feed yesterday uh, on their Twitter. So I, I pulled up the network app on my phone and I was going to watch a little bit of it before going out to XICW. Yeah. Uh, when I when I clicked on watch live, Holy Foley came up. So WWE network, uh, get your shit together. If you have a important live tournament happening, don't be playing Holy Foley. Like, I don't know. I, I think there's one of the days is glitch a lot. Because there's a lot of times when I'm watching, like, a pay-per-view. And I I'll think that's click, crap. I'll click 
start from the beginning and it will take me 10 minutes into the, into the pay-per-view. But it goes right back. Does it no, not? No, I have to, I have to, ex- I have to either exit out and try again, or if it doesn't work a second time, I have to manually rewind it or just miss the first 10 minutes. I have to wait till mm-hmm. the next morning when they, see that, when they, when they reload. That I'll wait till the next morning when the whole pay-per-view is done for to be able to watch the beginning. It's happened to me more than once. That'll happen to me, but I'll click, uh, watch from the beginning. It'll play where it is live and then uh, immediately shoot back to the beginning. Yeah, isn't that yet for me? Looks like Tim Cole's been having problems with it too. That's see, they need to. That's not good. That's. I think it's well, supposed to be a big thing yeah, for but, WWE and for the. Those. He said it's just getting. It's just like the final. Just it's now. Be in a few minutes. Okay. So. We're not watching it, Tim, because we're recording, so no spoilers in the Twitter, there, buddy. I do think though that the WWE, talking to the mic, sir. <laughs> I, I I do think that that they need to invest a little bit more money into their platform. Um, there's still a lot of kinks they gotta work out. Yeah, like I wish their search engine was a little better. Because yeah. it, it, yeah. it's yeah. garbage. It, you type in someone's name and it gives you a match between two people that aren't even yeah. related to who you typed in. I mean, I, they got the Chris uh, Benoit function down perfectly, but nothing else. <laughs> Which, if you don't know, try searching Chris Benoit's name in the WWE uh, network search and, and nothing will pop up. So, in case. You didn't know that. That was the first. I, I, that was the I first thing that. I looked up when I uh, got what the network. Mark. Of course you would. <laughs> I just wanted to see what happened. Yeah, a regular rampage over here. And you know what that means? That's yeah. for Will. Inside joke. There's I'm a way there's back. a there's a dude that we know that we'd go to pay per view viewing parties sometimes, and he'd be you know he'd be the guy in the corner making the Owen Hart and Chris Benoit jokes all oh, night. Oh come on, yeah, just, yeah. Fuck off. So, yeah. Well, so speaking of the UK tournament, I wanted to run something by you guys that I kind of an epiphany I had today uh, about this. So WWE, it is still kind of reaching out its feelers and figuring out how to or, or like creating more content, more shows like live wrestling shows. So if you uh, besides the the main product of Raw and SmackDown, we now have 205 Live, we have NXT, we have the UK turn we have the UK tournament which I think um Triple H has said that it it that it's it's going to if not immediately it's going to evolve into a UK based weekly show. Yeah, I I really there's some reasons for that. Um and I I just wonder are they creating their own indie system like the these these show they they pull in they create these shows that are ancillary to the regular the your main plot and your main shows and they pull in as many uh, they pull in all these indie guys and they and then they they the show feels like an indie show um i i just kind of what do you guys think i i heard some rumors that the reason the UK things have become a regular thing is that there's a new one of the old sports like one of their old rivalries in the UK are starting to do televised events again. So they're afraid that they were gonna lose some of that market share if they um didn't have their own more UK base. So like World World Light Sports or someone's gonna start doing wrestling shows again over there. Okay. Um I don't I can't remember the company, but it's like and that makes sense. Like, you know what I mean? Like you it need makes to sense, yes. They need to keep competing, and like the indie scenes make sense. Like, 
you need to kind of help establish some of these guys. Cause I think some of the things that happens a lot, like you can kind of see this a little bit with like Finn Bauer or see this a little bit with AJ Styles is that you get some of the, I would say it's, 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 it's pretty close to 50, 50, more like maybe like 50, 60% of the fans of WB, like only watch WB products and the rest watch everything. So, yeah. you, so you get these guys like Finn Bauer, you get these guys like AJ Styles who have like this huge career outside WB, but when they come in, the, those some of those fans don't know who they are right away. So if you're doing these UK tournaments, you're doing these uh, live at 205s, it helps to bring these guys to know who they are a little sooner. I do also think, though, uh, how often are American viewers going to watch the UK uh, promotion? But I don't think it's for the UK promotion. I think it's it's for them to keep their name. It's for them for the UK views. Yeah, but what I'm saying is how, uh, like, if it wasn't for the show, I don't know if I'd really consider watching that UK tournament because I don't see, like, are they going to have those guys coming over at all, or are they just going to be in that UK? But well, that's that's that thing, so they're getting it's, a title, but what are they doing with but, but, this but title? That's what it is, though. It, it, so the UK show is not for the US; it's for the UK market. It's it's another you need. They need that. You know, I mean, WB is a worldwide company, but they do spend a lot of time focusing mainly on the US, which is you know they're, where yeah. they're based from. This where they it makes sense, but they also need to have some presence over in Europe, having these UK shows in Europe. I mean, they go to UK so you, a lot. Uh, they, they do a do, lot of UK tours. They do a lot of UK tours, but still it's, it's, they're helping to establish these UK names. So then when those UK guys join the WB, it helps them more. I, I but I, I just think the UK show is an example of them trying to compete better in a different market. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. But I do, I, Triple H in his interview did say th- this, this is going to function the same way that NXT functions, where he said, like, we want to get these guys, you know, they're here and then they, they will get pulled through. I think it'll, uh, I don't, he didn't say this, but I, th- I think it'll run like, NXT where guys have WWE contracts, but they're still allowed to work indies and do other appearances. And so I think they will, he, he said something about, we want to get guys from here to NXT, to Raw, to SmackDown, and then to, to you know, to WrestleMania. So this is a, this is it's part, another of, pipeline, it's part of the pipeline. The, it's, it's, uh, correct me if this is maybe, don't correct me, actually. Would you I'll say this you would be uh, UK's NXT in a way? Or That's no? kind of what I was thinking when you were talking about it. I mean, yes, yes but, I, no. but but it, it, I th- think it does rank lower than NXT. Like, if I think if like if if um you know, it's if Trent Seven gets pulled up gets pulled up, he's going NXT first. So it's almost like. Evolve here, because we all know Evolve as a big ties with WWE. Right. It's just Evolve isn't broadcasted on the network. This is sort of like their UK Evolve, where they can siphon yeah. through yeah, who I mean, they like yeah. and bring them in. You know, I, th- eh. I think it's like that. It's, it's, I'm just trying to break it down, it's, trying to yeah, understand it, it a little and more. It's kind of like, I think it's kind of like 205 Live yes. or the Cruiserweights, where um, 
you know, they like need to filter through they didn't, who they want. They're not they're not pulling people in, repackage, repackaging them, and teaching them American wrestling. They're just pulling them in and yeah. booking. Like they're so, um, and then if and then if they like someone enough to to pull them up to the main roster, then you know, um, they'll go through NXT and get you know go to the development center and get you know learn American wrestling. Mm-hmm. So okay, so that. I think, I mean, I think that would, uh, it would, I, I wonder, like, say if they, just say they started doing that where they had like, you know, uh, like they did this in Canada and they did it in Mexico and they did it, you know, Japan, uh, Japan, uh, like, would that help the business or hurt the business? Cause it's providing more opportunities and it's, it's bringing people in and they're not riding the pine. I think it's just giving it a lot more outlets for, Maybe broadcasted developmental, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where like just because these people are on these shows doesn't necessarily mean they're gonna make it to NXT or further. Yeah. It's almost like not develop maybe developmental is the wrong word, but maybe it's the right word. Uh that like it's it's their filtering system. Almost, but yeah. they're broadcasting. Well, and I kind of think and it, it, it could it could be either good or bad, just because. When it does, it, it yeah. I don't know if it's gonna hurt them or hurt wrestlers or not. I mean, I don't think it'll hurt them. Well, no, it's it, WWE's though because I think WWE needs to be careful because they're getting to the point where they're creating too much content, too much content for fans to watch. I mean, but you say that, but. That's up to the fan whether they want to soak in that content or not. They don't have to. Well, what what he's saying though is like there there was a time where you only had raw like, like SmackDown. Well, well, there was there was a time where you just had two shows to watch. Yeah, and, a and you were up on everything. And now there there are. And if you were a smart fan, you'd know a little more because of their developmental system. Just because, say, you're right a subscriber of the Observer. But yeah. I mean, now they have. But you never get to but, see any of that. I mean, yeah. now you have live at two hundred five, NXT, NXT, SmackDown, Raw, main event. I feel like there's another. They still random, do a main event. Yeah. yeah, I feel like there's another random show I'm missing. All stars. Are they not doing? Are they doing all stars? I don't. Maybe superstars. Superstars. No, yeah. I think superstars is over. Uh, and then you have the UK. So that's what five, five or six. Yeah, but you figure. Raw's three hours long. SmackDown's two hours. NXT's an hour. Main event's an hour. Live 205's an hour. So if you're watching all of those, you're that's eight hours of WWE wrestling a week. A week. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's a whole shift. And are you... <laughs> good point. And then are you consuming New Japan? Are you consuming... Ring of uh, Honor? Ring of Honor, are you cons- there's uh let's watching say those TNA. are watch, watching, TNA, watching the highlights that's TNA. twelve hours. <laughs> uh plus plus, plus you plus might be subscribed your- to a uh, high spots or any of the uh other indie well, like yeah, subscriptions. Yeah, well, you might be watching Lucha, Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground's an hour, there's thirteen. You have PWG shows. PWGs well, those aren't uh, weekly, but yeah, throw them in And then you're watching just random indies indie throughout the week. So that could be 15, 20 well, hours and then you're doing two, a week of wrestling but you if also, you want to get that involved. If it's a pay-per-view week, which now it's twice a month for 10 months out of the That's year. That's three more hours. 
Yeah. So it's so, and it's, for it's, this month, luckily it's only one pay per view this month, but it's a four hour show. Yeah. I mean, there's. There's a, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. a lot of wrestling content. I mean, when watch. you break it down, you really have to pick and choose what, what you, you want to watch. watch. I like personally, me, I've kind of put uh, Lucha Underground and NXT almost to the back burner right now. Like, I, I, I see updates, but I'm not investing my time to well, watch if, them. Uh, Lucha Underground, thankfully, because of its format. Well, they're on mid-season break right, right now, and I'm hoping so. when they come back, I can pick that up, because I, I really like Lucha Underground, and I feel really bad I not watching buy, it. I wanted to buy the season so I could just catch up. They're, they're so expensive. Are they? Yeah. yeah. I just... I. It's like 30 bucks. I feel really bad, because I, I love Lucha Underground, and I, I can watch it. We ha- uh, Shelby has access, but I, I have them all taped. I just... Our weeks are so busy now. Yeah. Or recently they have been, and I just I can't find the time to watch them because yeah. I have to go to her house and watch it, and then NXT I can watch on my own. But I've just again I don't have the time, and I watch. It, so I gotta. Well, really... I have trouble staying on top of just Raw and SmackDown for the show. Yeah. So I mean, I watch I watch Lucha Underground via clips. I I I, I follow they, them on Twitter yeah. so I can see. Yeah. Th- th- they do a good job of marketing on Twitter and Facebook. They do. So, so my feed constantly has their clips. So I watch a lot of their clips. So I know what's going on. Um, NXT, I only watch if there's a match that looks like I want to see. So, like, if there's a title defense or if I see something and people are raving about, I'll jump on and watch like one or two matches. But I won't, I haven't watched a full NXT show in a while. I usually just pop on and watch a match. I, did, I watched it a couple weeks ago. Um, but it was just a regular NXT show. It wasn't. I was like a, it was a fine. It yeah. just nothing. It wasn't anything. Yeah, big. And then I mean, Raw's my show, so I watch that every week. I've been watching. Yeah, and if I usually watch Raw on Tuesday, so I can DVR, fast forward well, to the commercials. See, and, I usually watch Raw live or on an hour, like within yeah an yeah. hour, you so I can fast at, you forward. Started at nine. Yeah, um, but that's mainly because I usually have practice at Mondays. But if there's a night like. This Monday, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch because I have to work. Uh, and then if my week gets busy, I might space and not even have t- the time to watch Raw. I wake um, up. And that I, it sucks, but that if it was a two-hour show, I can maybe, I don't know. I wish you really would put get the, the Hulu version. I, the Hulu yeah, version, see, yeah. I, when I want to watch it, I want to watch the full thing. Yeah. And, I, and then I feel like I'm missing something. But So I don't like... Yeah, I mean, watching. I w- I I'll up, watch it if I have to. But. I wake up on Sundays now, and I just—that's what I do right away. Is I just turn on wrestling. I watch wrestling until I come here. Just because, like, a, I have You're like in the zone. When you yeah, yeah, it's it's a, it's fresh in my mind when I get here. B, it, it's again like time. It's it's that's why I have time to watch it because I normally work. I normally work midday shifts or night shifts. And I don't think this is a dig at WWE. I think it's just it's a lot, and I think you need. Well, people need to f- I don't figure out what they want to watch and what they feel they can put to the wayside. Um like uh CWC. I watched the first episode going maybe I'll watch all this, maybe I won't. But after that first episode, I was hooked and I was like I need to watch all this. Yeah. Granted I missed a couple episodes because Life gets in the way, uh, but I, for the most part, I watched it all, and that's because if so, what I think WWE needs to do is 
Don't just put out content to put out content. Make it be good content and people will want to watch it. I, I think that's the biggest problem though is is I think because WBB lacks a true rival here in the States is one of the reasons why they have so many of these shows because they're trying to grab people's attention versus if there was still like a WCW around, I think we wouldn't have quite as many shows, but they would be putting a lot more attention into Raw and SmackDown, keeping those ratings up and keeping them fresh. I have a good segue. Go. So that and that in itself is exactly why Kenny Omega is not going to be in the Royal Rumble. Because Kenny Omega's main goal is to make is bring to bring New Japan out of Japan. And I think if anyone can do it, it can be Kenny Omega. Yeah. Cuz I think if you have a Gaijin champion uh coming over to America, you will uh more Americans aren't going to be so uh off put by it. Well, I'm a, I, I'm a wrestling I, fan who appreciates Japanese style. Well, yeah, I but I think, watched Wrestle Kingdom and still was like Gaijin's, yeah. Like, you know. Well, I think uh for a casual wrestling fan, if New Japan's trying to pull them in and there's a they're just gonna think it's a Japanese show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think if they have Kenny as champion, I think they have a good good way to pull in more American viewers. If that Yeah. No, it makes sense. When I and it's it's just it's a smart business. I think they got to pull in more Canadian viewers. That's like yeah, <laughs> true. They could Winnipeg. Yeah, uh, I don't know. it's a it, thought. I, when I it's funny to me. I I guess I didn't realize kind of going in. You know, I, I like I I learned this pretty quickly like a couple years ago when the Bullet Club started to become a thing. Like, but I didn't realize before how like you watch Wrestle Kingdom or you watch a show and it's like. Like fifty fifty on like uh, foreigners and Japanese people in the mm-hmm. in the show. I mean, he, like Ricochet's over there, and Fit Finley's son David Finley is there, which and, I like uh, him a lot. Yeah, he's there's yeah you, Michael uh, Elegant Elegant. I can never remember how to say his last name. L Elegant. Yeah, I got it. Elegant, but Elegant. Yeah, I mean, it would just like in New Japan, like like you know, I've always known for years, you know, pretty much since I become a wrestling fan that. Wrestling's huge in Japan. It's probably more popular in Japan than it is here, um, especially like in the 90s, you know, and it's one of those things where it's like I've always known wrestling was huge in Japan. They had great guys wrestling. The top stars here always talk about how great they had time in wrestling, but it really wasn't until three or four years ago, right when the Bullet Club was starting to become a thing that I started hearing U.S. fans talk about New Japan and how yeah. great New Japan is. Yeah. Well, and New Japan is kind of in a renaissance right now, too. Like, it's not... Um, New Japan wasn't always as big as it is right yeah. now. So, and that's, you know, that's probably very much thanks to... Just just like NWO revitalized WCW, I think the Bullet Club has helped revitalize uh, New Japan. Uh, not not to say that New Japan was that, is like is like WCW because it's not like WCW uh, sucks. So or <laughs> towards the end there. So and they had a whole uh, WCW had a lot, had a lot, of, lot of stuff yeah. going on. WCW, WCW had a lot good. of back behind stage stuff that was not right yeah. for any company to do. <laughs> but, I mean, I do think if New Japan kind of stays on track where it's at. 
I think New Japan could potentially get a decent TV contract here in the States. Well, they and have once, one with Access TV. Well, that's what I mean, though. Like, like, but those are like a year behind. No, they're not anymore. They're not? Did they? They just aired Wrestle Kingdom 11 on, on Friday. So maybe they skipped. Well, no. So, so, so when I listened to, um, somewhere I, when I was, Somewhere when I was getting ready to listen to Talk as Jericho with Kenny Omega, I found out that Kenny Omega was very recently on the Ross Report as well. So listen to that. And he's, yeah, this, so Access TV somehow has caught up. Because I know for only, a while they were only very like behind. They're a week behind now. So they must have, I think what happened is Wrestle Kingdom, and then they just kind of were like, air that. And they. No, I think no. So he, you made, think they he made it up. sound like they've caught up. Yeah, I think a couple marathons. <laughs> well, that's sh- so. Access TV airs New Japan a couple times a week. Yeah, like several times. Okay, a week. Okay, so you so, think they maybe were just like yeah pushing them I, out. But, it's, but, it sucks. I wish they just had. I like they only do about an hour of yeah. the shows. Yeah, not that I don't like Carino and Kelly are are fine, but I I feel like. Obviously, Jim Ross is a way better. I, like, I wish watch he just the, did the live broad. I wish I want to watch Ross it with the Jim the Ross commentary. Commentary, yeah. When he, you know, he did the whole thing where he like didn't watch it or look into it. He wanted to well, go experience in, it, yeah. you know, fresh. That's smart. I'm so, glad he did that. Yeah, I'd love to watch it with him commentating. But I mean, uh, I've on my DVR. I uh, hmm? they, they get a key. They slowly work up the TV deals. Get on a bigger network. One that has a lot more TV, you know, a lot more, and then a lot more households, a little better name, people know, a little bit more recognizable. Yeah. Access TV might, has the potential to get big because it's owned by Mark Cuban. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. Interesting. I did not know that. I found that out by listening to the Ross Report. Ah. I've never listened to a Ross Report. They're not bad. No. They're better than someone else's podcast on Podcast One that's a wrestler. I won't say. <laughs> yeah, I was not a big fan of that podcast every time I've heard really? it. Really? Yeah. I think so. Really? I think so. See, I'm a religious uh, uh listener to that one, so I'll, maybe I'll check I think that so it. I think that one is hit or miss. I think, I think it's sometimes it's good if the guest is good, but sometimes it's like, what are you talking about? I see I find those ones fun. Mm, you're weird. Mm-hmm. I listen to. I only listen to TIJ if I like the guests. I, like, I listen. I listen to every episode. I, every episode. I have never he missed that an episode. <laughs> yeah, but you like all the old rock guests. I, I, I don't do, yeah. necessarily. I do. Hey, I'll I'll listen to the ones. All, all I know is that I'm, I don't even know. Like I listen to the Kenny G one. Blew me away. Yeah, me too. That I, one was I thought, so good. I thought his was quite well. And I'm I'm I excited. Was surprised. I'm excited for a Kenny G Fozzie song now. It's happening. I don't think it will. No, they already he, sure he announced it. Strings. He announced it next week. A, he was shouting mad hints that they both were sounding like they were before, and then the next week he kind of announced the secret Fozzie Kenny G project is in the works. <laughs> I don't know. I th- and they're I recording their album. This no, that Kenny G one. Really nothing is better away. than talking shop, though. No, those will. Those I want that to get on the Jericho network just because oh I want to listen to it weekly. I've been listening to Storm and Cyrus, which is pretty good. Killing the town. I, I've been thinking about it. I want to listen to uh, Cyrus is very much in character during the show. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm top talent, and uh, you know that he's a good kid. And you he know. even did that a little bit on the Kenny Omega. Yeah, one, though. yeah, but but he was he was kind of joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could like you know you could when, tell you could tell that he's that, joking on because there's no way that people would be friends with this guy if that was how he really was. Yes. Well, but that's and that's kind of their show though. Is that is that it's. It's Cyrus and Storm, and they, they kind of have this weird, friendly relationship, you know. Odd couple. Yeah. See, I listen to a lot of podcasts, so it, a lot of them are wrestling-related, so yeah. it's hard for me to get into more. Just like it's, WWE, there are too many so wrestling many podcasts. Co- you should be listening to the Top yeah. Review on the podcast <laughs> the network. network. So that's uh, the best uh, one. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, the one with, it's not the best one, but it's the one with the most heart. It's, We're it's, friendly. How, how, it's the best one that has a cast that's never been paid by WBE. It's the best one. <laughs> that's on. Um, no, nah, I don't even know if I'd say that. <laughs> it's, the, it's the best one on Podcast Detroit Network. Yeah, and I'll take that to the bank. It's the only. It's the best podcast that covers wrestling in, in, in any fashion on the Podcast Detroit Network. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> it's actually like more. Than, yeah. That's two podcasts, I think. <laughs> no, there's there's more than that. Uh, mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was our show for this week. Check us on uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash Top Rope Review, Instagram and Twitter at Top Rope Review, Top Rope Review dot com. And if you ever miss. Oh, and uh, big thanks to Falling Down Beer Company, Builders Balance Massage and Scarlet and Graves. Um, for sponsoring our show and keeping the lights on here. Yeah. yeah. Those ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, but if you, uh, miss any of our shows, uh, live, you can check them on iTunes or SoundCloud within a couple of days of the broadcast. Check out our website, awesome. topperview.com. Yeah. I said that, didn't I? No. I just check out my Instagram page check at Willow's Pizza. Or don't. Yeah, it's fine. My uh, my Instagram is Battle of Tanab. It's an obscure Star Wars reference. Yeah. My Instagram oh, crossing, is Crossing Worlds. Here is Smike thirteen. Smike X thirteen on Twitter and fa- uh, Instagram. Follow me on everything. Cool. He posts pictures of drums. I have Mostly in the past. beers and records. I think. <laughs> yeah. And Tab's Instagram is T Bone four twenty sixty nine. It actually is. Uh, <laughs> it is not. Don't look that up. <laughs> yes, it is. It's, it, it, it's actually uh, Josh is the best, and he's all I think about. That's a <laughs> lot. So XO 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 XO. Well, it's like Danny's. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Danny's Danny's Instagram one time was what a way to sort my troubles. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Sad I was like, boy. You, and it had like underscores. I was like, yeah. you need to stop. His new one's a lot better. Yeah, Ecto Cooler Ghost. Yeah. Plug and if you want to listen to a guy who cares that thinks wrestling's terrible and wrestling fans are stupid, <laughs> check out Ecto Cooler Ghost on Instagram. All right. Did you send him a lot of hate mail? Yes, please. <laughs> send a bunch of like Ric Flair gifts or something. Yes. All right, that's our show today. We will see you next week. This has been Top Rope Review. Too sweet. Too sweet. Too <laughs> sweet.